a corn pod for all of you corn i don't know i don't know i got nothing all right you're gonna give me give me that song jared i'm in the i'm in the mood for some more music give me that song Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 191. And today we are talking about social media usage in different countries. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the social media giants and uh, which ones are popular in which countries. Maybe we can dig a little bit deeper and, and extrapolate why that might be. So if you're curious about... Uh, what social media to use to connect with some people of other countries. This is the episode for you, so stay tuned, stay quarantined, and uh, we got a tasty episode coming your way today. So without further ado, my good buddy Jared, what's going on, Jared? That was that was real clever, Chad. That was that was a good one. Uh, check out our new t-shirts, quarantined. Get them soon uh, before we can go back outside. Well, there's plenty of time, let's be honest. Um, but please... Spread a little love. Follow us on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. You'll notice, well, not you, anyone that looks at our Instagram will notice that uh, I made homemade pasta last night. Ooh, all That right. was interesting. Turned out great, actually. What What did you, uh, what were the ingredients? To make homemade pasta? No, like what, I'm assuming it's just not pasta, like you had some like probably tasty oh, yeah. sauce yeah. with it. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Well, pasta, the pasta is just um, flour eggs mm-hmm. salt and a little olive oil and then you kind of mix that all together and then you get a little th- thing of dough that you have to let sit for a bit and mm-hmm. then you uh you know get flatten it out and cut it so that's the pasta but then a couple days ago i had made um pesto homemade pesto that's a great thing to mm-hmm. make that's a great tip for quarantine because you can put it in the freezer and then just spoon out some and then it's so it lasts for a long time and it's very easy to like you know melt down to quick usability Mm -hmm. so pesto and then i also had some shrimp so i put shrimp in there and then of course topped it with a little parmesan like a of course a little parmesan yeah c c twitter uh untranslatable one the number one um (laughs) spread a little love and please five star reviews on itunes and stitcher would be greatly appreciated we love it um we're in a good mood now, Chad. Oh, I am. You know, mm-hmm. we had a fun oh, time too, yesterday. We, uh, we had did. a uh, two plus hour long um, Zoom hang where we played a bunch of games, mm-hmm. laughed, t- said a bunch of stuff. You know, very um, inappropriate jokes. Is that your first? Albeit very funny. Is that your first um, multi-person hang since this whole thing? I feel no, like I've had I've had a couple multi-person hangs with some of my fellow friends. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Did you know about the games? I didn't know. Those games were brand new to me, and those were great. What were what were they called again, Jared? Uh, it's on Jackbox TV. Fib- there are a bunch right? of them. Fib Fibble was it Fibbage? I thought it was Fibbage. Maybe it was Fibbage. And then Quiplash was the other one I remember. That's it. Yeah. They were both those hilarious. Now those, maybe they maybe they would turn a little too blue, but I feel like for like an English language table situation would be great games. Mm-hmm. Oh, Especially yeah. if you're trying to do quarantined content. That's actually a good idea. Two Qs, I wonder quarantined if, I wonder content. If, uh, <laughs> I wonder if uh, Jackbox does like educational promos yeah 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 because some of the some of the ones that some of the prompts that they gave us clearly wanted like they wanted us to say something dirty oh of course it's like you guys are make a cleaner one yeah (laughs) it would well i've had the idea of like making a cards 
uh, against humanity type game for the classroom. A lot of people do use apples to apples. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think you could make one even cooler than apples to apples. I don't know. A little bit more fun. Can you? I, I'm not saying me personally. I'm just okay, saying. you say one. I don't know. Yeah, one <laughs> one could. I don't know. Just more geared towards language learners. But sure. that's just me. Sure. Have you started uh, operating on your new guitar? Uh, not yet. I got mm. it the other day. I've been taking a look at it. I just did looking get, at it, just sitting there looking at it. Ooh, that's right, admiring wow. it. That's right. It's a guitar. Uh, I got my uh, new tuners though. Got my new tuners in the mail. I What's can a show tuner? them to what you if you want, Jared. I'll explain it. Just give me a moment. Uh, give me one moment, Jared. And um, I came across a book, Jared. There is a fantastic book. It's called Guitar Zero. And, Guitar uh, Hero, I, I know that book. Guitar Zero. And uh, <laughs> I think it would be an interesting book for you to read uh, when we're done with our Vagabond experiment. Anyways, so these are the tuners I got. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I got, so these are tuners, oh, Jared, the mean. tuning pegs. It, and for our listeners out there, these are the, uh, the, like the piece of equipment you use to wrap the strings around, and they keep them uh, mm-hmm. at the correct pitch. Yeah, I got you. So you can jam out. So yeah, so those so are still uh, pieces that you need to get. Is what I okay. Well, I no. So the guitar came uh, complete, but there's a few things I'm gonna swap out and make some upgrades to. Mm, mm. I got gotcha. you. Kind of pimp my ride, but for with sure. the guitar. Yeah, it's like a Honda Civic, but you know. But you know, the, putting the spinners on it. Yeah, the K20. You know. You know, got the got the exhaust, so it's real loud. You know, oh of course, <laughs> the neon lights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you oh, got a for sound sure. system in the back. Yep, yep. <laughs> My uh, rear view mirror never stays in the same place because you know I'm always bumping those tunes, Jared. TV you know screens it. in the back of your Civic. That's right. That's right. Well, Jared, I think we should uh, talk about some uh, shout-outs and spread a little love today. Spread because a little love. I got a couple of them. Actually, okay. I got a few of them, to be honest. Please. My first one goes out to a very special country in Jared's in my heart. Uh, do you know what that country might be, Jared? Hmm. Nope. Austria. There we go. Very good. Uh. <laughs> Austria <laughs> wow. has shut down their last coal fire power plant. Mm. And they are hoping to uh, end the use of fossil fuels for energy production by 2030, so in 10 more years. It's probably easy to, to finally shut it down when a bunch of people can't go to work. I wonder if that's oh, how that's they a, that's a good slid that in there. They're like, all right, maybe, they're already maybe. out of the office. Just say, hey, don't I come wonder back. How many, Keep the computer. I wonder how many things have, have <laughs> happened like that, Jared. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, only time will tell. But, yeah, I think this is awesome, Jared. Uh, uh, and... Uh, apparently, this this plant had provided electricity uh, to the nearby city of Graz for about 34 years, but now uh, Graz is using more um, renewable energy sources, and uh, seems like things are going so well there. And just mm-hmm. go ahead. Did they say what the main form of electricity is in Austria now mm-hmm. instead? Well, okay. no. I'm glad I asked because I know the answer. I looked it up. Oh, let's hear it. Um, the state, uh, so a lot of it is hydroelectric, mm-hmm. uh, wind, biomass, and solar. Those are the main ones. Okay, nice. There you go. And if, if, I know you're a numbers guy, Jard, and uh, just so you know, Austria is the eighth European Union country to end the burning of coal. So a little fun mm. fact for you. Mm. 
little fun fact. We like fun facts here at the Untranslatable Podcast. Uh, my <laughs> next, this isn't yeah. really a fun. This isn't really a fun fact, but I think this is a a great um, thing that a very famous actor from The Office, uh, John Krasinski, who plays Jim from The Office, he is throwing a virtual prom for the class of 2020. Uh, you know, Jared, mm. because the the school year has been canceled. And at least in the United States and a lot of other countries. What do you mean the class um, of 2020? The, that we're graduating. Oh, he means They're the entire... Be, oh, he's yeah. just throwing a... He's on like a virtual his prom. thing. He's going to yeah. throw... I, okay, I thought you meant for like a sc- one, like every school or something. But anyone no. can just show up that they want that yeah. they want to. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting idea. Would do, yeah. How do you feel? I, I actually just heard about that. Like, the, the, like there's going to be a whole generation that misses their graduation, mm-hmm. their yep. prom... All that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Um, yep. I mean, that's good. I mean, I understand how that's going to suck, but uh, I could do without the graduation if I get to graduate. Let's be clear. Mm. <laughs> Probably, like, let's I, I think make you sure would, Jared. Um, and, and then I, 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 I don't know. I, 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 I want. I just want. I wonder how traumatic that'll be in the long term. You know, because I hear about these. I just heard. I just hear about people saying that, like, oh, this whole this is a generation that's not going to get to see their prom. That's going to miss right. their thirteenth birthday. It's like that's I, true. It's like their twenty first birthday, man, stuck at home. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyways, the other reason why I mention this though, Jared, is uh, there's another thing that John Krasinski has been doing that I think is fantastic. Uh, he he has a channel, uh, I believe, on YouTube called Some Good News. Have you heard of this at all? Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I watched a couple uh, uh, episodes of it, and it was fantastic. So check that out. John Krasinski, uh, we love the fact that he is trying to bring you some betcha. light into a very crazy time right now. So that's awesome. And uh, I mentioned, Jared, that I had a few shout-outs, a few. Do you know three. what Some Good News is? Mm-hmm. What? Do you know what, what it do you is? Mean? Have you like have you like watched it? Before? Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen it online. Mm-hmm. What? Okay, I've never seen it before. Can you like tell me anything about it? Uh, not really. No. Okay. All not right, really. keep going. <laughs> uh, sorry, buddy. It's been a while since I saw it. Um, all right. So uh, my last shout out for us today is uh, for Lady Gaga and all of the other celebrities who have raise $128 million in response to the COVID-19 crisis. You know, Jared, how uh, in the last episode I mentioned that Lady Gaga was hoping to raise, I thought it was like $35 million. Isn't that right? Somewhere. Yeah, I think I said she donated $35 million. I don't know how much she said she was hoping to raise. Right. But I think this is crazy. $128 million in response yeah. to the crisis, which is super awesome. This is absolutely fantastic. Um, so sending lots of love to all those amazing people who helped and contributed. I I also I think I saw that um oh I did. Jack Dorsey, do you know who that is? Mm-mm. He's the like the I believe the CEO of tw- of Twitter. Okay. He uh donated a billion dollars to quote unquote fight the coronavirus. Wow. A billion dollars. That's a lot of um, money right there. I think he's just tired. I think even even if you're Jack Dorsey and you know you're the uh, oh he's the founder of Twitter, excuse me. Okay. Um, even if you're someone like Jack Dorsey and you're the founder of Twitter and you probably have a house that's like the size of my street block, he's probably even still like, <laughs> right. I need to get out of this house. Uh, and he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll here's a billion dollars, please. 
please. All right, do you have any more shout-outs? I do not, no. All right. It's well, time for those untranslatables, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Have you seen the movie Parasite? Uh, I have not. Jared, we have fucked up royally. It's fine. It's not that big of a deal. I we wouldn't say royally. Have, we haven't recorded the video at all. Yeah, I know. I'm saying it, it's not that big of a deal. All right. I wouldn't say it's uh, royally. Okay, that's true. You're saying our faces aren't worth looking at, Jared? Uh, Put on this fancy button down for you. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, uh, no, I haven't. Okay. I watched it yesterday. It was, it was very interesting. Uh, let's get into some untranslatables. Let's do it. Get us started, Jared. My first one is Francais, French. Ne pas casser toi pâté à un canard. Canard. Which means? It doesn't break three legs on a duck. Doesn't break three legs on a duck is like when it's it's close but just not enough. Uh, no, 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 no. no. So ducks first of all only have two legs. So oh, um, it's too much. No, beating a dead horse. Kinda. You're getting Kinda. closer, I guess. Okay, I think that was okay. closer. But I feel like now you're just throwing out words, so okay. I'm a little confused. Yeah. Okay, what it means it, yeah, what nothing special, it? nothing to write home about. It doesn't okay. break three legs on a duck. Where it's like you're not you're not breaking a third leg of a duck. That's mm. what. What do you think? What do you, this isn't anything special. That's I think that's right. what they're no getting bi- at. No biggie. That's fair. Exactly. Right. My uh, my fr- I have two for us today, and my first one is Taiwanese, and it is Jit Wan San Lei Ga Wan Teng, which means one bowl of snail, nine bowls of soup. Um, it's like you gotta, it's like, um, every now and again you strike out, you know, every now and again you miss, but, um, it's worth taking the risk Mm, because all the other times it's a good old ride. Not quite. Not Mm. quite. Let me, let me give you a little clue, Jared. And like a, um, nope, nope. mm. Let me, let me give you a clue. So tsanlei or river snails are usually sauteed with vegetables or put in soups in Taiwan. If you're eating tsanlei, then you're expecting to have a heaping amount uh, on your plate or in your bowl, um, to dilute one bowl of snails with nine bowls of broth is like putting uh, a single flake in a bowl of milk. Does that help you? Oh, at all? oh, it's like you're. It's like it's not. You can't. You like you barely even notice. It's like it was a drop in the hat. Mm, not oh, quite. Oh, 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 it, it's like you're not. You're what your your effort to uh, to like cover something up is useless essentially. I don't know. No, it I'm means failing. something is lacking. Something, something is, is lacking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Something okay. is missing. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, I would say so. My next mm-hmm. one is um, Singlish, which is uh, a mix of Singapore. Singapore is like a Singa- English. Yes. Yep. And uh, this phrase is to talk cock. You're talking cock. Is that like to talk trash? No. No. Doesn't have to actually do with talking, does it? Uh, uh yeah, it does. Yeah, to have an argument? No, no. Um, to give me a clue a, here, Jared. So, um, let's say like um, it's like oh yeah. So I went to um, I went to say you know when I went to to Berlin and and, and Czech Republic to visit you, I would say oh mm-hmm. yeah, dude, it was great. So I got a free upgrade. 
uh, to first class, and this was one of those airplanes that had um, had the little bed situation. And you're like, and, and you're like, oh, that's cool, that's awesome. And I was like, yeah, it was great. They uh, kept bringing me drinks. They even had a bottle service with the whole fire with the whole mm-hmm. firecracker shooting out. So you're like, that doesn't seem. No, and it's like that. You're like that doesn't seem uh, that doesn't seem safe in an airplane. And I was like, somehow they figured it out, man. Somehow they figured it out. A stripper pole came out of the ceiling <laughs> in just my room. This is just my room. No one else even knew. Outside. Is this soul plane? And then they say, "All right, now you're just talking cock." So you're you're just like over exaggerating. You're telling obviously untrue stories. Okay. Ah. Okay. Gotcha. My last one for you today is also Taiwanese, and it is. Uh, oh, one moment. Let me find. All right, here we go. Tigong Tiangong Lang, uh, which uh, means God's really looking out for me. Uh, it's like I'm super lucky. Someone's super lucky. Yeah, very good. Wow. Very, very good. Wow. Uh, yeah, half my family says that all the time. Really? Yeah, of course. Interesting. Oh, all my family's from the south. They're all very religious people down there. Do they do they often say uh, slipping on gator piss, Jared? Yeah, yeah. Slipping on gator. You know piss. what my religion is? Twitter. What's that? That's my religion. <laughs> That's your religion, is yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The patron saint of Twitter is uh, Instagram. I don't. I don't really. Not really sure what a patron saint is, but this is my religion. Sounds so. good. I'll. All right. I'll, yeah. I'll allow it. Um, what, what's what's your go-to social media? Uh, well, Jared, it really depends on what I'm using it for. So if it's to connect with people, probably Facebook Messenger or Instagram, sometimes Skype. So uh, Facebook Messenger, I guess Facebook Messenger is a social media. So Facebook mm-hmm. Messenger is a separate social media to Facebook. Not necessarily, no. I guess it's just a different app. Okay. So, okay. But but it's via Facebook. So I guess Facebook. Also, though, a lot of my friends in Europe, uh, it's mostly WhatsApp. Yeah. yeah so it really, it really depends. One. And obviously, I think you can guess what my friends in China and I use. Oh, yeah. WeChat, of course. That yep. makes sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, did you, um, so no Instagram. You, you, I don't think you mentioned Instagram. Some, in sometimes, there. a lot of my students in the Czech Republic use Instagram quite a bit. Um, do you do you find yourself during these times like what is your um, screen time going up like crazy? Probably higher than normal. Yeah, I would do say. You, does yours not show, tell you what it what it is? I mean, it does, but I, I don't I don't pay okay. attention to it. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's um, yeah. you know <laughs> you know so. Um, it's, it's kind of crazy though to look at how, do you know how many hours of screen time you usually have, Jared? Wow. Wow. Oops, sorry. Uh, that was an accident, <laughs> but it was perfect. I actually <laughs> do. It was perfect. I was up 18% last week and, um, it was a large number. I'll say that a very large number that I'm embarrassed That's by. That's what but I'll she say said. It. Set a large, uh, <laughs> I, I don't understand what that means. Seven hours and eleven minutes last week, which is up eighteen percent from the week before. Okay, but that uh, is because. Oh wow! Okay, guess what? I'm surprised, Jared. I'm very surprised. My daily average is three hours and seven minutes. That's very good. Uh, and before that, it was only one hour and ten minutes. Wow, that's very. I don't good. know how that's possible because I feel like I'm on my phone a lot, but. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe not as much as I think now. That's that's actually good. Wow. But I think it's also because I use a lot. I've been playing a lot of PS4 lately, a lot of guitar lately. So uh, neither of those sure. are really phone dependent activities. Um, sure. But but I think the phone the phones are a big reason why some social media apps I think are more popular than others because a lot of like when I was still living in China there were a lot of people that had two smartphones. And they, they may not have even had a great laptop. So I think social media platforms that have good working apps are always going to be popular in countries where they use a lot of uh, cell phones and they have a high screen time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Um, I'm trying to think, is there any social media that still is like better on a computer? I mean, YouTube, I think, is better on a computer. Mm-hmm. But most people probably watch YouTube on agree. their phones, even though I hate it. True. Yeah. Um, I used to do that before I had Spotify. Mm. Um, before I had Spotify, I would usually watch music videos and stuff on YouTube. Now I just listen to it on Spotify. But I can't stand I prefer ads, YouTube. Too, I have an ad blocker yeah. on my, I'm not on my phone, Jared but on my computer. Jared always gives me shit whenever ads come up, come up people, always. Uh, yeah, it's annoying. They're, they're yeah. annoying, and you don't, need, you don't need to have, that's, it's not necessary. But anyway, um, my main ones are probably Twitter. And then Instagram. I like Reddit. I go to Reddit sometimes. Reddit is um, fantastic. Oh, you didn't you didn't bring up Reddit before when I asked you which one to go there's on. Plenty, there's plenty more we, we need to talk about, Jared. That's for sure. Right now or like a... Uh, anyway, uh, I love um, Twitter. Reddit. Mm-hmm. Red, but re- the thing about Reddit is... Um, I... I I like I like it to find stuff, but I don't actually like mm-hmm. to really read a lot of people's comments because sometimes, especially like I like to look at Formula One stuff on there. I like to look at some car mm-hmm. stuff, but the comments are usually not like like I don't find a lot of useful information in the comments. Uh, in a right. lot, of, uh, but I'm I'm not a deep redditor to be honest with you. And I have LinkedIn, um, and I look at it sometimes, but um, I'm never um, I'm never like deep into it. Sometimes I wonder. Should I be one of those people that like um that's always like posting posting reposting, updates and stuff? Yeah, news articles about my industry, yep. <laughs> congratulating people on their uh, three year anniversaries at JP right. Morgan and Chase. <laughs> you better believe it, Jared. You um, better believe it. I'm never an active LinkedIn user, and I'm I I really only am um once uh I need a job, and I'm like, hey, over here, look at me, right. Um, I wonder though, what are some of the big, uh, what are some of the big social medias in around the world? Because, um, for what we've talked about why WhatsApp is popular, WhatsApp, Mm -hmm. and and I think it's because we're, we're more accustomed here in the U S to being a, um, a, like a, uh, what's, what am I looking for? Uh, like a a texting, we're a texting like community. I think, I think that's the thing is the fact that. Uh, a lot of phone carriers offered unlimited texting. Uh, that's why a lot of Americans don't use WhatsApp yeah. uh, when they talk to Americans. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting, man. WhatsApp is a big one in a lot of countries. Brazil, it's one of the top ones. France, Germany, India, mm-hmm. uh, Japan. Uh, interestingly enough, though, uh, in Asia, it looks like really India and Japan are the ones that are the biggest users of WhatsApp, which which is interesting because South Korea, they have a different one, which I've never heard of. 
Uh, it's called Cacao Talk. Have you ever heard of this before? I've never heard of Cacao Talk. Is that like Chocolate Talk or something? Welcome to Chocolate Talk. I don't know. Talk. Maybe. Maybe. I'm, we're going to rename this podcast to Chocolate Talk. Um, Ooh, have you heard of V Contacta? I v- haven't. No. You haven't? V Contacta mm-hmm. looks like it's big in, uh, in Russia. So you might oh. want, need to uh, look into that. Hmm. It looks like um, V Contact is a Russian online social media and social uh, and social network service based in Saint Peter's in Petar. Uh, VK, hmm. as they call it, is, ava- is available in multiple languages and is predominantly used by Russian speakers. So it's not just big in Russia; hmm. it's big in all those uh, countries below Russia. That not all of them. Like, um, what's that giant country that's right below Russia? Is it Belarus? Is that what that is? Belarus is that big? I'm not sure. No, Are you no. talking about Croatia? Is it the? Is it the? Do they have a long shoreline? Which I'm just gonna pull up a map of the. So I'm looking though, Jared, while you're doing that at Cacao Talk uh, on, and it's on the Google Play. At least online, I found it on the Google Play app. Looks interesting. Uh, so it's basically like I think a South Korean whatsapp it looks like uh it's kazakhstan that's what i was looking at kazakhstan is bigger than Ah, i expected Mm. Uh, a south korean whatsapp yeah cacao talk okay okay so Mm. it's not really so that's not really like a full-on social media it's more just a chit-chatty place place yeah yep send messages call Mm -hmm. that kind of you know what i miss about social media that um i miss the customization of it MySpace. So you're talking like MySpace back in the day. Yeah. Yes. I legitimately miss, even I feel like um, earlier Facebook, there was more going on. Well, but I, I miss the customization of uh, MySpace where you could have stuff, music pop up, stuff dancing, mm-hmm. but you had to like Google these codes, copy and paste and you had them. To copy paste them. Yeah. And then put them into like the. Uh, into like the uh, descript, like the your dis- your about me section. Did you do this stuff back in the day? I did. Yeah, wow. I remember copy pasting those JavaScripts. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I I miss that stuff. I miss the complexity of it, and I miss the um, the personalization of it. A couple of years ago, uh, me and some of my buddies looked into trying to figure out how to do that, but MySpace has changed. It's not fun anymore. Yep. You know. They took away right. that difficulty that is associated with it, <laughs> which was part of the best yeah, part. Yeah, you could change your song, change the fonts. Good times, man. But Good times. Dude, for the most part, it's crazy that Facebook is still king. Yep. And I yep. feel like I, I feel like is it is even it, in China, even in China, yeah, Facebook is huge. I saw that, <laughs> which I don't understand because it's technically blocked. Yes, but now that we're now that you're not in China anymore, is is it safe to say? Could you imagine that people have have ways to access these sites that may be considered off limits? They have ways. Oh, of course, if they really wanted well, to. Well, I I of follow course. some Chinese sites on Facebook. Some Chinese. Oh, sure. Like there's one called There's one called Beautiful Shandong where they post stuff about the province. You know that I live. Right. In. But stuff I feel like, like some of that stuff maybe they allow. Like I know they allow some celebrities too, but I feel like right. it's you know maybe propaganda e. Could be. I have a list, by the way, of the top um, social media services in a bunch of countries. If you want to hear it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, we'll start with Brazil. 
WhatsApp is, is number one, obviously. Facebook, Facebook is numero dos. Yeah. What do you think number uh, three? Oh, they split up. They split up Facebook and Messenger, and so oh, Messenger is on there too. And then Twitter, and then one that I've never used or never fully understood is also on there. Pinterest. Interesting. People are still using Pinterest in Brazil. My dad loves Pinterest. Uh, he He's looks still, at like art and stuff do, on. Do Pinterest. Do people still use it actively? I think so. Seems like it. According I've never, to this, I've never used it before, so I, I don't. I'm mm-hmm. not fully sure how how it operates. Uh, China. Now let me say, Jared. I actually think we both came across the same website here, um, and I have to say, I thought th- I found the China one interesting, and I'm actually going to disagree with this this breakdown. Okay. I am almost positive, almost 100 percent positive, that WeChat. And Weibo are probably one and two, not Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, well, see, when I, I wasn't just about to blaze through this China one like it was no right. big deal, because um, I was surprised. I got some questions. The, it, yeah, I got some questions too. Well, by the way, what's Q Zone? You never brought up Q Zone, did you? I've never heard of Q Zone. Okay, never. F this list. I say maybe it's <laughs> it could be it could be QQ. QQ could be Q Zone. I'm not sure. Uh, and QQ What's is like QQ? where you can you just type in QQ on Google QQ social media or, or QQ app either or you, you, okay you can't just tell just me what it is Q, letter Q letter Q QQ um, but well it's like a, I I've never used it before but I think it's like you can share documents and send messages and stuff is uh, an instant messaging service yes there you go yep and a lot of a lot a lot of students and teachers in China use that to send. Like homework and other stuff like that too is my understanding of it. Mm, gotcha. So, yeah, and then LinkedIn I also find interesting on this list shared because when I was in China, and I would log on to LinkedIn, uh, it would like it was weird. I had to some it wouldn't let me log on because I didn't create the LinkedIn account in China. Uh, okay, so maybe it's like it is LinkedIn, but they have like a China one specifically. Right. Exactly. Um, I'm thinking so. Q zone is QQ. Okay. And apparently, by the way, uh, put some respect on QQ's name because there are, um, it is one of the top social medias in the world. And there are um, approximately 640 million users per month. Right. And um, like QQ and WeChat, Q zone, oh no, Q zone is different though. Okay. But it is like QQ and WeChat. Qzone is yet another social uh, networking service developed by Tencent. So they're the same company, I yep. guess. Yep. Yeah, huge, huge, huge social media company Have you, in China. You've heard of Tencent? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, I I want to I want to mention a couple things about WeChat, Jared, because um, I think it is, in my opinion, one of the best and most versatile social media apps in the world. Uh, in my opinion. Right. Um, for better or for worse, you know, there's lots of people say things about WeChat and whatever, but what um, makes it the best and most versatile? That's quite a bold claim. It is a bold claim. Uh, I think it's because you can do almost everything on it. Like if you're, when I was living in China, I could pay my cell phone bill on it directly on it. I could pay my utilities directly on it. My electricity went out a couple times. So can I can I, I ask? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. When when, when um. When you get your your new cell phone or you get Wi Fi mm-hmm. or whatever and you're paying your mm-hmm. utilities, how do you how do you give how do you give you give your utilities company some WeChat uh, you can, information no, you or send, something? You send it via WeChat. You or send you, them or money. Is, or is it like um 
Like like on Facebook, you can like instead of making an account, you can log in through Facebook. You can do that with. We- is that what you're doing when you do this? So you. So the way you do it is you click pay and then it, and then it takes you to the WeChat pay part of the app and then you type oh. in you have a security code on your bank and then it just deposits it. It's okay. it's awesome. Okay. It's really great. Um so that's that's another reason is is how easy it is to transfer money. You know, you have it linked to your bank account, you text your friend, "Hey, I need 10 bucks for concert tickets," even though concert tickets would be way more money than that, bucks. but anyways, that's that would one be of great, the right? 37 processing fees from Ticketmaster. Right, no kidding. No kidding. Um, <laughs> Did you hear by the way they're not was, they're not uh, refunding, refunding people for yep. yeah, for canceled that's concerts. That's so shitty. Yeah. That's so shitty. Thumbs down on you Ticketmaster. Thumbs I mean, down. people have always hated them and it's just like, I mean, that's you're, true. you're not making it any easier. I guess haters going to hate, right? Um but yeah, uh, I, I don't know though, Jared. I think WeChat is just—it's uh, on another level. Um, but I, I mean, wonder if it's also because, like, there's less of a fear of being watched in China, probably because it's just uh, you know assumed, not you know because they kind yeah, of—it's not assumed you are being watched. I, I, I think there's, knows. Yeah. I think there's more, even though we're probably being watched just as much here in the U.S. <laughs> I yeah. think there's oh, some I'm sort sure of false too, sense yeah. of security that we have. And some sort of fear that we have in putting all of our faith into social media like that, or putting everything in one centralized location uh, right. on, a, on a, in the cloud. I don't trust the cloud, not the cloud. Um, what about Baidu? Tiaba, Tiba, Taobao, Ta. Oh no, Taobao? Baidu, Baidu, Baidu is yeah. like Baidu's kind of like uh, the Chinese version of Google. Okay, so that's not really social um, media. So they have like a they have like a Baidu Maps. They have like a Baidu as a search engine. Um, I I didn't use Baidu. Uh, I believe it or not, used Bing while I was in China. Mm. Uh, okay, Bing so this, oh, available. you have access to Bing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's we how... never talked. We never talked about the Great Wa- Great Firewall of China. We might have to talk oh, about. Oh yeah, that. yeah. We should do that. We haven't talked yes. about that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We can do. Yeah. Um. So I. So Skype is also a very popular one. I'm sure yeah. Skype is now having quite the uh, the jump up. But I want to. But Zoom is having Zoom even is the, a big one. Yes, oh, for sure. Now uh, we had our Zoom hang yesterday. I blew everyone's mm-hmm. mind with my virtual background. Not to brag. Yeah, I'm kind of. Oh, I guess because we're on Skype. You're on Skype virtual right now. Background. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I think um, I find I think I, I a little part of me thinks that this boom of Zoom. The boom of Zoom is not uh, boom boom in your Zoom is, Zoom is gonna be uh, a consistent one because I think even once people are allowed to go back outside, I don't. I think there are a lot of people mm-hmm. that never really thought about how much access they have to hanging out with people that aren't in the same mm-hmm. area as them. So like even like people that you know, it's That's like a good point. I, like I I know a bunch of people that have always lived states away from each other and never. Uh, you know, and, and just be like, oh, you know, I wish we could, we're closer together. And now they do these Zoom things. It's like, oh, you guys could have done this all along. Zoom yep. isn't new. <laughs> nope. Um, so I think I I'm, was I'm using inter- it back in 2015 teaching German online. So it's definitely not new. Yes. So I'm interested. Oh, using Zoom. Hmm. Okay. So I'm interested to see the um, like how that is sustained. Once people are allowed back outside, especially since I, I believe that just because people are allowed back outside doesn't mean, well, maybe some people here in the U.S. might, but over, in general, that doesn't mean people <laughs> yeah. are going to be flocking <laughs> yeah, back maybe. to right. like uh, travel and going outside. So maybe um, 
maybe the boom of Zoom is here to stay, you know? Could be. And Skype business is actually shutting down, I guess. Skype won't be, but Skype business is, a, is like, a, I guess, a more secure Skype platform. Yeah. And they are shutting down. So what is, what's going to be the replacement for people that use Skype for... I guess you don't know. But uh, that's what that's what my company uh, is, I think Skype for yeah. Business. Or is it just Skype I, now? I have is no just idea. Skype? Maybe just Skype. Maybe Google Hangouts. Maybe... I don't know. Uh, I don't, maybe I don't a know new app will Hangouts. emerge from the ashes of Skype Business. No, I don't know. No idea. Do you remember uh, Shula Fautset? <coughs> Jawohl. I had a Shula Fautset and a Studi Fautset. Which What's a Studi Fautset? Oh, is it's that like the a same college thing. one? Yeah, so Schule Fautset is a uh, it's a German social media app that uh, was kind of like German Facebook or MySpace for like middle school and high school kids, and then Studi Fautset is the mm-hmm. one for students at university. Um, yeah, I, I, when I lived in Germany, like a bunch of my German friends had one, and I and I is got that website what? still a thing? No, it, it deactivated. When do you think it ended? Take a guess. Uh oh man, it's probably been a while. Uh, I don't know. Uh, when did I use it last? I used it last in like 2009, 2010. I'm gonna See, guess 2012. That's very good. Uh, 2013. So I was okay. on the way out in 2012. There were probably about 14 users in 2012. <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> I, I remember um, like a bunch of people in, when I was living in Germany had that. That was from 2004 to 2008. It it started mm-hmm. in 20 uh, 2000. Seven? Mm-hmm. That's not a long run. Nope. That also had a pretty... that pro, It also got going pretty quick then because I left Germany in 2008. But I specifically mm-hmm. remember people using it. And I specifically remember getting one and being like, oh, this is nowhere close to as good as Facebook. Why are we using this? Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. In 2008, Jared, Facebook sued... Facebook sued... Studifautset. Uh, for what? What? For, I'm for, not sure. That's crazy. Hmm. Facebook loses lawsuit against German clone Studifautset. It's probably uh, maybe this format or something. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy though. I do remember that too though. Be, as an American, like seeing Facebook kind of on the come up, and I had a Schulerfautset and a Studifautset at the time. And I remember kind of thinking the same thing after Facebook had been up for a while. It was like, this yeah. is way better. Why clunky. are we still using this one? <laughs> yeah. Super I, um, clunky. Yeah. It's, I, it, it was a weird, like, I feel like back in the day, there were a, just a lot more competing social medias. Like mm-hmm. Facebook and MySpace were legitimate competitors at one point. Um, yep. Somehow Facebook went, I mean, fa- I mean, MySpace what, didn't what, go away. It was still there exists, like but. a competitor for Instagram? Like another popular... You know, like kind of photo editor for I don't think so. I, I oh, wonder. There's like Flickr, isn't there? Yeah, is that, but is that, yeah. Is, did they ever really try to be? I, I mean, I assume that's what they were I going for. I think it still exists, doesn't I'm it? Sure it I'm sure. I believe it does. Yeah, because I think they're, it's owned by actually some, some. I think they're owned by some big company, and I think people might actually use it for like, um, for like, uh, uh, what do you I call it? I think like you can post more pictures. Whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly uh, to showcase their work or whatever. Um, right. There are pictures of me floating <clears throat> around somewhere on the Albion College Flickr music mm. department for my summer research. Fun fact for you, Jared. Okay, I'll I'll look those up. Put them on the social media or something. You know, let the people see. That's um, right. I w- but I feel like these days it's harder for a legitimate 
competitor competitor to arise one because True. i mean it's being consolidated to a few companies right like facebook owns instagram uh you know plus, google owns a whole bunch of stuff right well plus jared what are you going to add that isn't already out there yes that's, that's a great question. question and it really hasn't social media hasn't changed that much it's just gotten no. smoother mm-hmm. i feel like yeah like the concepts really haven't changed the idea of liking a post has been around since forums essentially the yep. idea of um you still of, you know just, thumbs down on posts can you on facebook well you don't have facebook anymore, uh, do you well, but yeah, you can do like the angry face and stuff, can't you? Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, or the the cry face, or the laugh, on Twitter, I like the laugh face. On Twitter, you can't. On right. Instagram, you can't either. Um, but yeah, I, and then also the trick with social media is um, everybody needs to be there because you want yep. you, you want to hang. The point of it is you're hanging out with people you like, so you need everyone there. So you, right. you're not only making a social media, but you're like, all right, now I need millions of people. You can't just have a, I mean, you can't have a small social media, but it's like, right. well, then you're going to be that weirdo that's like, hey, come join Underweb. It's, it's this new social media. It's really right. cool. And it's like, a, and it's like, yeah, you just need like a, a minor in, in coding and nothing crazy. Right. Um, have you, so I looked up the uh, countries that spend the most amount of time on social media. Mm-hmm. Ooh, well, interesting. I'd like to go through it. And now this is um, average number of hours that social media social media users spend using social media each day via any device. And so the highest one is f- essentially four hours, and the lowest one on this list is forty eight minutes. Okay, um, is the first one in Asia? Yes. I'm gonna go with China. No, China's not. No. Okay, but I think also you got to think social media. So don't. Okay. But Taiwan. Chi- but like, I, I feel like when you factor in banking, you know, and like paying your bills, I don't know if that counts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just because gotcha. you're you do, you know doing it through WeChat. Uh, okay. Philippines is number one. Really? Okay. I would yes. not have guessed that. Interesting. Uh, although Thailand is up up top, Indonesia, Brazil, uh, Argentina, Egypt, Mexico, Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Um. China and the USA are close, and they're uh, at about two hours per week okay. uh, on average for device users. And then on the lower end is Japan, South Korea, Germany, apparently. Does that seem right okay. to you, Germany? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I'll say anecdotally, that kind of makes sense mm-hmm. to me from what I've experienced agree. in my life. I'm, I, don't, I don't see a lot of my people from Germany being big, like social media people, or even like... Not really. A lot no. of, like even just the European people being big, active social right. media people. Um, I wonder if there has, uh, do they get outside more? Is that what it is? Is that too simple? That's I think it's, simple. A, I think it's a cultural thing. I think, I think, yeah, they do get outside more. I mean, that's definitely um, true in comparison to us, I guess. I think there's a lot of, a lot more, at least before all this stuff went down, a lot more like you go to the bar, the cafe to spend time with your friends, uh, especially in Germany, you know, you got your beautiful beer gardens in the summer. Uh, you're not going to be scrolling through Facebook. At least I hope not. I hope you're present. At the, at the uh, yes, table. of course, sure, mm-hmm. yes. I'm always present. I'm always present. Do you find yourself? Do you consider yourself to be addicted to social media? Uh, probably not addicted, but I do think I use it too much. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm just gonna give you. My neighbor has a motorcycle, and you know, good for him. But for some reason, it <laughs> seems like he spends at least thirty to forty minutes every time before he goes just revving it in his driveway. 
Um, I mean, that's what it's actually. That's the law, Jared. When you buy a motorcycle, you have to rev it for at least 30 minutes. There are 3.1 billion social media users worldwide. 210 million people are estimated to suffer from internet and social media addiction. I feel like that's grossly underestimating. I would agree with that. Teens who spend five hours a day on their phones are two times more likely to show depressive symptoms. That makes sense. I mean, you're comparing yourself mm-hmm. to others. You know, right. you're constantly... Uh, I've got to ask you, Jared. Mm-hmm. You haven't had Facebook now for a little while. How do, how does it feel? Um, you experiencing any FOMO? No. The only time I'd say I experience FOMO is occasionally I want to um, spy on someone from like high school or college mm-hmm. or some something, sure. but th- for no good reason. You know, it's the, it, most of the time I just want to like see like uh, you know it's maybe just hope make sure I'm doing better than they are or something. You know, <laughs> so it's like <laughs> okay. oh yeah no that's right I don't have Facebook although um it's like yeah it's like oh no but it, it is sort of annoying sometimes though because. Mm-hmm. Facebook is also a great way is if I'm trying to remember someone, Facebook is the best way to like find someone, I would say. Like if if you if I know yeah. who they are, but I but like I and, and I need to find them, Twitter and Instagram aren't really friendly to finding people you don't know. Right. Um their search isn't isn't, you know, as refined as Facebook, I would say. But I I don't need to know these people. So I'd say overall I don't miss it. I don't really miss it. Okay. And it's not like and I never really like scrolled through getting fulfilled by the timeline you know that was really never really my main focus do you do you use whatsapp jared i have it but um i use it very scarcely my i think when we were in austria we communicate either via text message or snapchat back in the day yeah yeah which we haven't even talked about snapchat have we yeah snapchat oh my gosh snapchat do you still have snapchat I, I have it on my old phone, and I don't remember the password when I tried to download Good. it, and I was too Good. lazy to <laughs> recover my password. <laughs> so the answer is, on my on my current phone, I don't have Snapchat on it, no. I don't. I, I was talking to our friend Chris the other day, and he was talking about someone from college that he was talking to, and they were having a whole conversation on Snapchat, mm-hmm. just uh, selfie back and forth than writing a message. Selfie back. I was like, how could you do this? Yep. How are you doing we this? We used to do that a little bit. Back yeah, and I hated it back then too. I, I don't like you loved that. it, Jared. <laughs> don't lie to me, Jared. You loved it. I don't know about that. Maybe I was just more used to it being, uh, you know, young and susceptible to uh, peer pressure. Um, but also, <laughs> right. you, you kind of have to get. You, you, but the thing about what our situation was also you had to get a little creative because we were either in a situation mm-hmm. where we were uh, out on the town, which means we only had our small little prepaid mm-hmm. shitty phones. So right. that would mean like we're sending, you know, one or two texts that are very clear or right. we're in our apartment. So we're using our uh, personal phone Wi-Fi. or whatever, but it's just yep. Wi-Fi. So you got to get a little creative. 71% of people sleep with with or next to their mobile phone. Do you sleep with or next to your mobile phone? I have it on my nightstand, which is next to my bed. I do too. I do too. Sometimes, you know, I used to uh, put it across the room because I used to have trouble waking up. And I, I like that, but also um, I also like having it next to me. Then I'm also kind of concerned about, like, should I be concerned about radio waves going straight into my brain with a... Right. But I don't know if that's real. I don't I'm know. I'm not sure either. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Either. Not trying to spread any crazy conspiracies here at the Untranslatable Podcast. Although I will say there's nothing worse, and I'm a victim, not a victim, I do it to myself, than going to sleep 
um, and and social media and put in like your phone being the last thing you put down before mm-hmm. you go to the bed, and then when you wake up, it being the first thing you you mm. pick up when you wake up. Like I I wish I could build. I I need to I I need to start building in some gaps on either. You gotta end of play that. piano before bed. I used to do. I used to do that. I used to do that. Um, and it was great because I, I would actually put my piano in my I, I had my piano mm-hmm. in my bedroom so it was nice. literally brush my teeth sit by the piano for a bit and, or sit at the piano for a bit and play and then walk five steps to my bed I'm sure I'm now sure now it's like 15 steps so I'm you sure know. Sydney wouldn't mind if you just put it right next to the bed and or on yeah. the bed I'm sure it'd be fine <laughs> Yeah, nightmare. I do have my guitar is actually right next to my bed in my room. I could, in theory, roll over, grab one, turn around and play it. You don't do then, that? Yeah. I, I should. I haven't, but I should. Now, now that I know. 10% of teens check their phones more than 10 times per night. Now, that's not healthy. That's not that's good That's not good. No. Yeah. I, I put my phone face down when I sleep, so I can't see the screen. The lights I, don't bother me. I don't because I don't know. Oh, well, I don't know. I wonder. I have a wireless charger. I don't. I mm-hmm. wonder if it would work if I put my phone down that way. But I have a screen oh, that's protector. A, good question. a screen protector that is like one of those blackout ones. So if mm-hmm. it lights up and you're like lying next to it, you you could like, and I'm just lying in my bed you next to it. See you, it. You wouldn't yeah. see any light. That's nice. Yeah. Um, there's the untranslatable owl. Fifty percent mm-hmm. of people. Drive, uh, 50% of people driving while using smartphones are checking social media. Sure, of course. What else would they be doing? I mean, right. they're either that or texting. They're True. probably the, the only two, you know, what else, what else are they doing? Right. Um, over 240 million Americans check Facebook daily. That's you. You're one of those people. Yep. Yep. I do check it daily. Not me. I, I, you know why I like Facebook and why I use Facebook, Jared? One word. One word. Um easy memes memes my dude oh yeah you don't think i'm seeing memes, memes. on first of all instagram is instagram if you want could just be a meme factory that's true that oh speaking point. of which speaking of memes i'm glad you brought up memes mm-hmm. before okay. we because um it, it, it's so funny we got so my um every morning at work we or i'm, I'm not at work i work at this right here uh, we do like a, you know, we do like a coffee, 15, 20 minute chat mm-hmm. that's not really supposed to be work related completely. And um, the other day, like the boss of our department was showing off some me- some a work from home some slash memes. quarantine memes. Any quarantines? Tasked, he tasked us, tasked mm-hmm. us with finding some good memes. And we uh, and on our, nice. and our and on our Monday quarantine co- or coffee uh, get together, we, we have to show off mm-hmm. the meme that we got. I don't have one yet. Uh-oh. Can you help me out? Oh, Jared. I'm here <laughs> to help you. Let me let's see, buddy. Let's see. Let's see what you need. Let's So I I, I like something I, I do like the idea of it being sort of work from home focused because um and obviously it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be PG. Like it can be PG thirteen, but I don't I don't I, I let's not have it full on X ray, did you know? <laughs> How about this one? There's two types of people during quarantine. Scoot it over a little bit. Yeah, okay, there we go. Perfect. There are two, two types, types of people, of people. During, mm-hmm. during quarantine. Uh, I'm taking this time to better myself. I'm taking this time to eat carrot cake with my hands. You can definitely send that to me. That's great. I do like okay. that one. It's All classy. Right, one it's way. classy ladies in a, uh, in a yard. Right. I, I uh, think I am trying here. to take the, uh, the better myself route, uh, path. I'd like to come out 
literally looking like Shanti at the end of this. I'd like to um, be oh, ripped, for sure. ripped and shredded. And I'd also like to continue the bald head, even though he's not bald anymore. He was during Insanity. So, yeah. I, 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 you got to um, for sure keep the bald head going. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of the uh, the memes that I come across, I, I feel like I'm either not thinking about it at the time, or they're not, um, they're not like uh, I don't know. It's also weird too because I'm the uh, the youngest one in my department, so I feel some mm-hmm. sort of weird like uh, like I-, I gotta have the best meme. Like I'm going up against a bunch of you know a bunch of old people. Um, you know, and if I'm going to be out memed by a, a 45 year old, I got to quit my job. By some or some boomers. I love I love all Hannibal Burris memes. <laughs> well, that's a little too meta for my goal, but that says me every time I see a good coronavirus meme, and it's uh, Hannibal Burris going, ha 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 ha, this sucks, man. <laughs> he has so many like there's so many funny memes, I like the one of him where it's just like whack. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I thought that was at first. That was the, a good um, one, yeah. But yeah, let's see let's, here. Um, let's um, w- but I want you to keep that in mind, and please okay. don't I'm stop send looking. You some memes, not the not the Hellenberg roast one, because that's a little that's a little yep. weird, because it's like a whack. I can't send that one. I can't show that one to my coworkers if I'm also not coming with a, a good coronavirus meme. But um, that's right, coronavirus. Every time I about- hear people say that, I hear. <laughs> Cardi B saying that. I listen to uh, the Bodega Boys podcast, and they uh, uh-huh. have a theme song like we do, like most podcasts do. Mm-hmm. And they uh, have uh, edited their version of it to during the outro have uh, her saying coronavirus be like in it, like is within it. Coronavirus, mm-hmm. shit is getting real. Coronavirus, <laughs> shit is getting real. That's what they have like going on in the back of their theme song, and I find it great. Let's uh, talk about the song of the pod because uh, we clearly are in love with this man, and any yep. more time we keep him waiting is just rude. That is um, true, and our song today is by Tom Mish and Yusuf Days. The song is called Night Rider. Featuring? Uh, Freddie Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely a good one. The music video also is a pleasure to watch. Yeah. It's like this kind of laid back, chill cartoon looking. Kind of looks like um oh, what was that cartoon in the nineties? Mm. Oh, what does it look like to you, Jared? I'm trying to I think mean, now let me pull it up because you're talking about a specific cartoon. Um hold on, hold on, hold on. I need, I need to pull this up. Now you got me. But it's a fantastic song. It's I would would you consider this like lo fi, Jared? Like how I don't know if it's lo-fi because the production quality doesn't strike me as lo-fi. It's like chill vibes, you know. It's real chill vibes. Mm-hmm. Like they're just going for in the video. They're just going for a cruise, you know. Yeah. Does it look like Rocket Power? Is that what you're thinking of? Maybe, yeah, maybe Rocket Power. Like, like the colors seem kind of Rocket Powery to me. Yeah. That would be something I would think of, um, but or do, or are you thinking of like or tink? I said tinking. Are you thinking of like what an adult? What are you thinking car- about, Tomon? An adult cartoon. No, I'm th- I'm t- me thinking about rug uh, not Rugrats, a Rocket Power, Amon. Yeah, yeah, definitely Rocket Power. I could see it. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I like it, and, and we love Tom Mish, and this song mm-hmm. is a great. It w- this would be a great late night summer vibe song if we weren't all stuck oh, at sure. home for it, rest, it for will the rest be. of the summer. It will be. One day, Jared, it will be. 2021, this will be a great a great uh, right. vibe and song, you know? Yeah, and it's just fantastic. I mean, anything that Tom Mish does, I think, musically 
yeah. it's just going to be fantastic. You know, the 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 rhythm, the bass lines, the the guitar chords. He's a phenomenal guitar player, Jared. I have to say, one of my favorites actually that's playing right now because he has he has his really own unique style and voice, and I think that's what makes a lot of artists so great. Is you know they when I hear him play guitar, I know it's him. Like I feel like if mm-hmm. you played me a Tom Mish song that I didn't know and he wasn't singing and it was just guitar playing, I think I could pick him out. I'm pretty that sure. does seem seem key, you know. Mm-hmm. That that seems like key for any good art artist is to have that that sound because I feel like another modern day uh, rock bluesy guitarist I could think of that I'm sure you could mm-hmm. do that with is like a Gary Clark Jr. I feel like mm-hmm. his sound is very uh, recognizable very today, especially. Right. And check out, we did uh, This Land by Gary Clark Jr. as a song of the pod a while back. Yeah. So mm-hmm. check out our YouTube channel, Untranslatable Podcast, for our songs of the pod, and you will not be disappointed. This is a good one. Pop this on uh, before you go to bed. Put you in a relaxed mood. You will not be disappointed. So, Jared, let's talk about my foreign word of the pod today. Uh, still very hopeful I'll be able to go to Russia come September. Who knows? But Have you heard uh, anything back crossed. or they're just like, we'll talk nope, to you when we still talk said to you. We're, yep. Well, no, I got a, I got an email from the fellowship just basically saying, uh, hang tight. You know, if you've, you know, you will get a fellowship at some point. We don't know yet if it will be this coming academic year. We're not sure. So we'll see, Jared. Oh, so even if it's 2021 school year, like you still have a job, but it's like, oh, it might be yep. next school year, though, altogether. Yep. Oh, interesting. Yep. Well, that's sort of... Scary and weirdly reassuring at the same time. It is. It's it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> we, weird vibes. But anyways, Jared, my uh, Russian word of the pod today is subshinya, and subshinya means message. Because a lot of these big social media apps, the reason why they're big is because they can send messages. Even I remember when Instagram, like people really started to send a lot of messages on Instagram. And yeah. at first, I was like, why aren't you just using Facebook Messenger to send a message? But you know, people. Well, yeah, there was a time when that really became... It goes down in the DMs was a thing. Right. Sliding into the DMs still is a thing. Oh, for sure. Um, And I'm sure it's the same thing on Twitter. But for some reason, I feel like it was really Instagram's DMs. Even though every sort of social media site at this point has like a quote-unquote DMs. Something about Instagram's really turned into the spot. I think think it's it's because it's a picture spot. The thirst trap. The thirst trap, my man. Those pictures for sure. So yeah, so you see all these sexy pictures and you're trying to Mm -hmm. shoot your shot. Shooting your shot mm-hmm. became a big thing, I think, yep. uh, on the, on the sliding shot, into the fam. DMs. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, you better believe it. That's right. Yeah, so, I, yeah, it's the pictures. Uh, yeah. Yep. That yeah, makes sense. That's true. Yeah, it's really interesting, you know, what uh, social media apps are popular in different countries. Uh, I think uh, it seems like, yeah, Facebook is definitely king. WhatsApp is a big one. Instagram is obviously a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes without saying, I think, for China, QQ and WeChat uh, and like I said, when I was in China, Jared, uh, I lived lived by WeChat. Translated all my stuff. I mean, WeChat was just like a like a Swiss Army knife of an app with social right. media tied into it. You know, because yeah. you have the WeChat moments. The funny thing is, now that I have WeChat on this phone, Jared, I have no moments or anything. Uh, it's like empty. It's weird. It's kind of like a clean slate. Do you still have the same? access uh accessibilities to the social media part of which obviously you don't have a bank account or anything set up on right but like all the social media stuff is the same style of access you're not missing anything i haven't checked it out that much to be honest Mm. i've just been messaging a couple people back there Um, i'd be be curious to to know if they if they censored a little bit for the american market but maybe not if it's just a normal social media part right right yeah i'm not sure 
But yeah, there's definitely a lot of good apps. Uh, and let us know what your favorite apps are, uh, re- regardless if it's for messaging, for posting pictures, uh, whatever you like to do on social media. Let us know at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com or slide into our DMs on Instagram or yes. Twitter if you're feeling thirsty for some untranslatables or some uh, facts and info about travel. Uh, and lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. And let us know stuff. how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yekuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dosvidaniya. <laughs>